Hello, heroes. You have found episode eight of Everyday Superhero Cast. I am your host, Julian Lewis, owner, coach, and happiness sorcerer of EverydaySuperheroTraining.com. Today, we get to chat to my friend who wears all the hats, Shadow. This is a conversation that's been a long time coming, and I was really excited. We were able to mix our schedules together and make it happen. It was a delight getting a whole two hours to just dive into whatever the hell we wanted. I don't think we had ever spent more than like 10 minutes uh, getting to talk before then. It was great to just open up and and um, really dive into each other. It was great. Um, we also, of course, have the Q&A at the very end. We have three whole questions uh, this time, so good job, help on the internet. Well done to you. Before we can do that, though, of course, we have a new segment that I'm calling the things that keep you alive can also bring you joy. Hit the music, Johnny. Wait! Hold on. We have a nerdy support promo. I would like to make a giant, awesome, super heartfelt uh, shout out to Nerdwax Candle Co., which may sound familiar because the head nerd of Nerdwax Candle Co. was on episode six of the podcast. So if you want to deep dive into. Uh, her and her thinking and her wonderfulness. You should check out episode, episode. You should check out episode six of the podcast. Nerdwax Candle Co. is a Seattle-based company. It is Asian-owned and it focuses on creating scents inspired by fandoms and pop culture. Uh, <clears throat> I have options to explain to you. Hopefully through video and sound. This should go great. Um, I'm going to hold these up for the camera, but if you're listening, you have no idea what's going on. So you get a running monologue of what's going on at the same time. Uh, I have two candles here. Uh, again, they are nerdy themed. Um, this one is called Hades and is listed as a mix of cypress and gin. Sounds great. Uh, there's a little bit at the bottom here. It says God of the Dead, King of the Underworld, Dog Dad to Cerebrus. It's adorable. Uh, it smells uh, amazing, of course. Uh, here we have Unicorn Tears. That's right up my alley if you know me very well. This one is Candid, Candied Citrus and Mint. And the little tagline says, Imagine crystalline tears with healing properties. Even magical creatures have big feelings. Oh, unicorns, they're just like us. Except they're way better. That is awesome. It sparkles. You can't see it if you're listening. It sparkles and it's purple and it smells... Like happiness. That's awesome. Uh, we have a couple other samples to go over. We have Sweet Roll, which is a mix of pumpkin loaf and sweet cream. We have Wolvie, which is a mix of scotch whiskey, whiskey and peppercorn. So that would be Wolverine. Yes. We have Centaur Musk. That's very specific. And it's a mix of, I don't know how to pronounce that, bergamot, leather, and oak moss. I really hope I pronounced bergamot correctly. I actually smells really good. I don't know what bergamot is, but I'm pretty sure it's coming through really well. Uh, these are great. Uh, in the episode where we were talking, uh, she makes a good point of how much smell can evoke emotion and push nostalgia. Um, and if you're anything like me as a nerd, that sounds like a great time. So check out nerdwaxcandle.com. 
Uh, check out Nerdworks Candle Co. on Instagram for more information and find you some nerdy themed scented candles. I don't have a theme song yet. Remind me to fix it in post. Today on our first ever The Things That Keep You Alive Can Also Bring You Joy, we are going to look at using cooking as a hobby. Now I know the idea of cooking for just the one person that is yourself sounds like way too much work and hassle for the payoff. Here's the thing. This is my elevator pitch for why I believe, particularly as nerds, that pursuing cooking as a hobby in its own right is extremely beneficial to your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Cooking is a combination of science and art that when completed, you celebrate by eating. That is amazing. However, um, this is what you will hear from most, I'm gonna say, health professionals as why you, you should pursue cooking your meals, why it's a benefit to you to cook your food instead of eat food that other people have cooked, okay? In no particular order. <clears throat> it's healthier to eat whole ingredients. It's healthier to be in control of the ingredients. It's less expensive than relying on the convenience of eating out, ordering in, or pre-prepared meals. It's easier to lower your calorie intake because there won't be as many or any added fillers or processed ingredients. Fuck all of that. Not if you undercook everything and have to call out the next morning, because not if the ingredients you want to use are salt, sugar, and deep, uh, deep greasy fried fats. Uh, also, not when your produce goes bad every two days because you forget about it and have to buy more. Or when you're buying ingredients for one specific meal, uh, or if you really want the food to taste really, really good. None of those things apply when you look at it as a hobby. Hobbies are expensive. They take time. They take effort away from what mostly makes sense for just like existing. There's an extra added step to it being a hobby. So it will not be less expensive. You, you will not necessarily eat healthier. That is not the goal here. It can be, but it's not the purpose. It is the activity of letting yourself uh, have uh, something to do that also provides sustenance. Mixing the, the skill that is preparing the food with the celebration that is immediately afterwards getting to eat and then feeling nourished so that it carries you further into the day, further into the week. It is a way to have something that is active that has nothing to do with being in the gym or exercising, but you're still moving, you're still using your body, you're still cognitively aware of what needs to take place. It's one more thing that can create separation from work and the boring slog of just every day. So I say, no, fuck that, it's a hobby. You are a nerd. Jump off the deep end, obsess. Imagine combining flavors with a ferocity that you remix your character sheets. Collect spices like Funko Pops. Learn the rules, then learn to homebrew them. You're a nerd. Embrace it like a nerd. There is a skill involved. You will celebrate getting the skill better, but in the meantime, hoard cookbooks like D&D guidebooks. You're already capable of having excitement for things. Let that just flow into the idea of preparing food for yourself. 
My favorite thing about cooking is that it's a skill that you can hone and adapt without actually being technically proficient. We're not talking about being able to get hired at a restaurant. We're not talking about uh, knowing the best, most impressive quality ingredients. We're simply talking about being present when you put the food together, eating it right afterwards, and feeling that accomplishment. That's all we're talking about. So when you're looking at it as a hobby, it's not just something you have to do. It's something you get to do. You can watch TV while you're cooking or listen to a podcast while you're cooking or crank the music and have a party and dance around while you're cooking. You can swirl cheap wine in a plastic cup with your pinky hanging out and know you're better than other people while you're cooking because it can be fun and enjoyable, but you have to allow yourself to be present and in the moment. So here's my goal for you. Set aside, just like with anything else, mostly also exercise, but anything else that you're trying to do to better yourself, to provide more fulfillment and enjoyment in your life, schedule once a week. You have to schedule it because it's a hobby. It is extra. Schedule once a week for you to prepare a homemade meal for yourself. If you want to make it social and include other people, that is fine. But at least once a week, prepare a meal for yourself. That's it. Just start with that. Do the shopping the day before. Spread out the excitement. It doesn't have to be that one little window. The day before, you get to plan and pick out the ingredients. The next day, you get to cook it and eat it. That's two days of using the hobby that uh, get to spread over a longer period of time. Yeah, it is work. doesn't mean it can't be fun. Hey, real quick, right before we start uh, with our guest for the day, I just want to check in and say, hey, you... If you are like me and a giant nerd, would probably enjoy something like uh, being able to play D&D with your friends, but also give them the exercise you're supposed to do throughout the week. That's awesome, because I have just a thing for you, which is Mission Quest, an exercise-infused TTRPG. It is subscription-based, it is free for your first 30 days, and $10 a month after that. Uh, once a month, we play a full story one shot of uh, a TTRPG, tabletop role-playing game. Uh, and uh, we infuse exercise um, within the dice rolls in that um, the dice rolls now represent the rep counts you have to do for said uh, body weight exercises that are perfectly safe to do at home and just about anywhere. Um, it's a lot of fun. And along the way, uh, from the beginning of the month towards the session, you get a character sheet that lets you build your character through experience points by being active uh, and gaining skills. Um, the skill sheets are not required to play in the game, so you can jump in at the end of the month if you want, but it's a lot of fun to feel yourself building progress, see you have your character here ready, and jump in with bonuses and modifiers that people jumping at the last second don't get to uh, celebrate. So check that out at everydaysuperhearttraining.com. The guest today is my good friend Shadow, he was literally the first person I talked to about coming on the podcast, but our schedules are like this. You can't see if you're listening. I'm waving my hands like two opposite snakes in the night, like ships. That made sense. The point is, uh, we've been trying uh, to schedule this for a while, and I'm so glad we did because this is the first time we talked for more than five minutes, and it was a blast. He is a, an amazing, creative, wonderful individual, and just wears all the hats you could imagine of any wonderfully nerdy creative individual. 
I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It took me 10 years of being paid professionally to feel confident in my trade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, that was a wake up. <laughs> yeah. What is it with a decade, man? Like, why does it take a decade? <laughs> you know, oh, man. We need, okay. I'm going to do this and say we're starting now. Yeah, okay. We're going we're gonna to continue this part of the conversation. Then you're going to yeah. introduce yourself, and it will be an awkwardly cut first part of the podcast. Here's the Dang, thing. That's, have, you heard, that's <laughs> have you heard of the, um, I don't know how to call it, uh, the pattern of seven, the, the of seven years, I don't. I'm not, I'm, I don't have a. Not the actual like pattern, but I have had people um, tell me that it took them around seven years to get to to get good, basically, or to get where they wanted to be in their career or right. something like that. Uh, so it's. Um, I don't know where or how it came from, and I'm going to butcher it horribly, and I don't have an assistant to look up the facts for me, so I'm going to make it up as I go along. But basically. Uh, it's not just a it takes this long to be good or bad or something. Mm -hmm. It's the spectrum of evolution of the human consciousness from zero to death. Okay. Uh, the caveat being that you're pursuing expanding your consciousness the entire time. P uh, the part where people get lost is when they stop and look backwards and go, I used mm. that was like, that was if you at any point like that was the best part of my life. You're done. Like that's unless, okay. unless you like actually work to re reinvigorate it. Um, but if, uh, so the caveat is, uh, pursuing the growth of your, of your consciousness, uh, for your, your entire life, the understanding of, of evolution is a repeated seven year processes roughly. So the idea is like more than five, less than actually 10 of, okay. of, of how much like information you're gathering, how much you've grown since the last time you understood something, how much, um, the, the mentors that are coming into your life, the people that are leaving your life, the, no. uh, um, uh, and it's, it's, it, uh, if you look at that, um, the idea of like when your prime of life is supposed to be is far later in life than we give it credit for. Cause we've based our prime on our physical youthfulness when it takes mm. less work to be healthy and attentive. Right. Uh, but the, uh, the work that we put in to trying to expand our consciousness, uh, um, just even by trying, um, pushes us cognitively, emotionally, spiritually, um, into not being, uh, uh too old to learn new tricks. Yeah. So that's where like you get, uh, entrepreneurs that finally make it at 45 or 50. Okay. It's, it's not the first time. We don't know anything the first time. We, we always, you always, we always suck. Yeah, you're right? always learning. And always, everything, everything, yeah. everything we've done, failed, and or stopped doing has built us to knowing what we know how to do now. Like the fact that I don't do stand up but still write jokes means that I'm really good at uh, talking to people and not feeling uncomfortable. Like mm -hmm. even though I'm not paid as a comedian, that was a skill set that now funnels everything that I do in how nice. I uh, get paid. Um, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what the pattern of seven is. Okay. I'm definitely going to uh, look into that more. Cause that, that's, um, it's funny you said, it, it's funny when you said the actual like number, which was seven, um, a couple of years ago, um, one of my favorite YouTubers, Andre, the black nerd, black nerd comedy. 
I, he came I, down I, to. Him. Yeah, he came to Etsukan. I have that same cup. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, not in here. But he came to Etsukan, and me and my best friend, we drove up uh, four hours, and we went to go meet him. Like he was the main draw of the con. Because here, here is someone I have been watching for a long time, um, both before and around the same time I started my own YouTube career. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm sitting there like, like, man, they, like, here's another black nerd. He's sitting there doing all this stuff. He's interviewing Power Rangers. He's talking about the stuff he likes. Well, he just doing the thing. So I said, and I interviewed him. I think I have that on my channel. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna reshare that soon as the, as like a classic series I'm trying to like redo on old videos, but um, we talked, and he said it took him about seven years to get to where he was at that point. I was like that was like twenty thirteen fourteen almost, but it, it, he said he he said that number it took him about seven years to. Learn what he needed to get, 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 get the fellowship and the followership and the people who actually love his content to that point. So, I I took that like I, I took that mm-hmm. as inspiration, and I took because uh, for a long time I wanted to be an actor. Like younger, younger, I actually wanted to be a scientist. It was really weird, <laughs> but I, I liked science. And then as I as I got into media when I got into high school. Um, I started doing a little bit of acting gigs and everything. So, like, I did a uh, house musical theater play in 07. Mm-hmm. I, was in, I was in a TV production uh, TV show at, in my school for, like, three years. And so I wanted to be an actor. Yep. And, you know, also being from a martial arts background, I wanted to be, like, a younger Michael J. White. or yeah, you know the next name drop. You know, yep. <laughs> something like that. I, I wanted to be that. And so in that inspiration or just inspiration in – and achieving something later in the goals, I got older. I looked at someone like Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman didn't get his big break till he was almost thirty. Yeah, wasn't yeah. I heard his first movie? I yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so movie. like, like here I am, thirty-one. Like, okay, you know, yeah. It, it so like I look at the seven years that Andre talked about. You know, Alan Rickman getting the, and I, I I keep those always going in the back of my head as just. Hey, you're not there yet, but there's there's no reason you should stop. Here's you just the, keep going. No, there's no reason you. Should, there's never a reason to stop trying unless you just yeah. don't want to do it anymore because you, don't, you yeah. don't enjoy it. Uh, damn it! I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Shit. It happens. It uh, happens. Damn it! I'm sure it was something very very thought about. Oh, I, I know. I was gonna blow your mind. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Um, have you ever, have you ever, I don't even remember, I don't know if this was it. Um, there was a, um, uh, before, uh, years ago, uh, not years, a couple years ago, when, um, fuck, what's his name? Um, like, this is bugging me. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to name drop a specific person and passing through all the generic white funny guys in Hollywood, trying to remember which one I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very long list. You're gonna be there for a while. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be going. Not that one. Not that one. And half of them I don't remember their names either. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna go on a slight tangent. Have you ever seen the the film Role Models? 
with um god damn it <laughs> uh paul rudd and Sean yes Scott. yes okay yeah i uh, think I, I, I think who who was in it but yeah, yeah i have seen uh, it's, they, it's been a while but yeah they, it's a larping movie basically with them yes um i love that movie so much uh the 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 little kid in that movie who's no longer mm-hmm. a little kid in real life um is so talented uh and his his performance of at being just an annoying dick at that age was so entertaining <laughs> the fact that he referred to paul rudd by like shitty ben affleck movies and he was like, <laughs> like every song, he was like sub reindeer games and it was a different movie every single time. And finally, he's like, "Why are you calling me bad movies?" Like, listen, if you're white, you're Ben Affleck. I don't care what your name is. Oh my god! <laughs> and I've ever since then, I just I look at like, uh, uh, I categorize my my uh, types of white people by like uh, different different stars. And there's like, mm. if, if you're white with uh, dark hair, you're Ben Affleck. If you're white with blonde hair, you're Matt Damon. It doesn't matter. It doesn't oh my! Matter oh how my god! Did you are you just that's what you are like <laughs> we also can't tell you apart like it's all the same it doesn't <laughs> that's that's hilarious yeah that's hilarious i don't actually remember what i was gonna say oh chris pratt boom look at that there you go uh he had a speech i think it was in the, like when he when he went from parks and rec to doing like back-to-back franchise blockbusters uh-huh. he had a speech in an award show where he talked about um um, uh, just hitting like the best years of life, uh-huh. and being like thirty six, uh, and and looking at like, um, in uh, it, when I'm like forty and I look back at thirty five year old, I want forty year old me to be like, what an ass! I'm so much better now. Like rather than being like that was the best version of myself at that time. Yeah. Like that, uh, I've always, I always, I'm butchered what he actually said, uh, but I always kind of looked at that because he, he, he didn't get Parks and Rec till post thirty, and he'd been acting yeah. for like ten years. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, there's no guarantee that after Parks and Rec that he turns into a action comedy star. Like that's the yeah. chances of that happening. Like every, uh, freaking Brian, Brian Cranston, yeah. was doing voiceover work. For anime and Power Rangers until becoming yeah, the dad, yeah. yeah of uh, the uh, Malcolm in the Middle, he was forty. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Tell the fine people of the internet, um, the two people watching this, uh, <laughs> the uh, who who you you are and uh, how we know each other. I am he who rules the shadows, better known as Shadow King, cosplay photographer. Uh, videographer, DJ, all the good things. And um, we met through conventions and cosplays and um, you've been a tremendous help in helping me get my health together. Um, It's an honor to be on this podcast. Uh, Huge fan, subscribed and um, watch. I'm just really glad to be here and uh, talking about something that's very inspiring to me which is a lot you have so many so many uh irons and so many um i do it's 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 a lot (laughs) it is (laughs) well listen listen, uh, if you want to diversify your income you have to diversify your workload right (laughs) there you go you hit the nail on the head yep 
Yep. Listen, off air, we can talk about investment strategies because I've I'm that is the whitest thing I've ever said in my entire life. But <laughs> but I've I've learned and understood, and it has saved mm-hmm. me from living paycheck okay. to paycheck. Uh, but we can we can do that off air because it's, it's boring as fuck. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm down. Um, uh, so the first question on my mind that I have always wanted to ask you but never felt like I knew how is um, I noticed particularly within like the ins- uh, the cosplay community within um, Instagram that like everyone has like five different channels. So so and um, I but uh, not just you like uh, I have a buddy of mine who's a, who is also a, a trainer and work uh, ran his own gym and he has mm-hmm. one account that was for personal training, one account that was for the gym, and one account that was for, for um, him, him, uh, his own personal workouts. And then yeah. another account that was uh, for him not working out. But they were all under the same gym banner because that was his business. Mm-hmm. And, and, but technically, like, it's different cash flow things, right? So, like, if you're, yeah. if, uh, if you're watching this one, uh, you're more likely to click to get to personal training. If you're watching this one, you're more likely, whatever. Um, yeah. But it, I, it always confused me because I wouldn't know which one to put where. Uh, like, I feel like if you're, if, if, and I could, I could be wrong. I'm really bad at this. Uh, I feel like the more you know of me, the more of what I have to offer you want to learn about. Mm-hmm. So if I put it all in one spot, you get yeah. me uh, and the different things that you can relate to in the same thing rather than going to different things. I could yeah. be wrong, which is why I'm really bad at it. But I, I know you have like one for photography and one for your YouTube and one one for you have another, at least a third one. Um, I have a total of technically six, but Instagram only lets you have five. So five... <laughs> Five total Instagrams. Here, let me pull this out real quick. Well, so I I had the first one I ever made, which was a personal one that I, you know was a long time ago. Hello, let me like that post. Um, but n- now, and the reason I split everything up, so I have uh, Shadow Creators Entertainment, which is the main hub that is where I post my photography, my bit, my business, my cosplay, and YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm for that particular channel then i have um shadowverse comics which is just all around nerd stuff um updates on my favorite shows characters memes and as it continues to grow and we get more art my comic book series right um it is one of the um like lesser known channels like lesser active channels Mm -hmm. that will sit for a good while because I don't have the right content for it. Like we're still getting art made and all that stuff, but it's, it's there. And I'd post occasionally to make sure it's still going. Then I have, um, the natural Legion of cosplayers page, which is run by me and the other three, mem- three members of the light, the legions, uh, leaders. We, that, that's basically where, you know, all of our event page and all that stuff. We're, we're, we're posting there, but we're also trying to, uh, moves more to Discord because it's a bit more active than Instagram. Uh, I, I just found what Discord actually does as opposed to what mm-hmm. I thought it does and my yeah. mind is blown and I, I am so excited for the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will send you the link to the Discord uh, as soon as we get done with this. But um, then I have Oh, then I have Shadow King Cosplay which is my main cosplay page. Um, where you know, like all, all all the cosplay stuff I do, 
what I want to do, what, you know, memes, TikToks, all that stuff. And then um, last but not least is Shout Out to Dark, which is my adult photography page. The main reason why I first started splitting stuff up, it was, it was, it was twofold. Um, and this also goes for Facebook as well, because I have a total of three of those. Yes. Four. Four. Excuse me. Four. Um, I, have, I have the original one I ever made, which has all family, people I grew up with, church members, all that stuff. Um, then I split off and made another one in college. That one got blocked, and I made another one. And then now I recently made Shadow King when the, other, when, when the other one got blocked. So right now, total of three. And it's two of them are pretty much the same audience where um, I can post and say whatever I want, right. do whatever, share whatever I want, be me. When it comes to the original pages, the original Instagram, the original Facebook, with the amount of family and people in the church and cosplay stuff, I the first separation was I didn't want to deal with because as I was growing up, there was a, there was a lot of well, why'd you post this on this and this and right uh, like, like as soon as I post something, I get a call from a, a parental unit like five minutes later, like. Take that down. Why'd you say this? So one, that was yeah, no, not doing it. I'm making my own. You're not allowed. Leave me alone. Right. Um, <laughs> and then the other reason was because I, like you said, have my hands in a lot of different fires. It can get. I mean, having one probably would have made. Uh, fan base grow but then not everyone is on a page for a certain thing or or for like there may be some people who just like my work when it comes to adult stuff and right. they, they may not be nerdy or they right or they may they may not be into cosplay or may not and then so i may if i do a steady stream of other posts and having posted adult stuff, they might lose interest and get so i i separated them to make sure i'm drawing in the audience for what that particular page draws so that is that, what I that saw it. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I saw it as uh, as the as the main two reasons um, for doing it. And like I said, I've, I've, there are a lot of people who uh, in the, in the local community who follow all my pages, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. You know, because because everyone does have multiple interests. But then you know, I have those. Um, I I and it it is also a backdrop. Now I will say this: there's a big backdrop. Like I said. Shadowverse is one of the least active pages, but that is where my think tank is when it comes to ideas for my what is fan fiction and my comics. Right. Um, but right now, even even looking at it right now, the main page that is the first thing to always come up is after the bird because that is where the majority of my like part of my income comes in mm -hmm. is from the adult content. Right. So I'm constantly updating and sharing on that, trying to book shoots on that. And that is the page I study on the most. That that part does hinder slightly because I'll spend like a week on After Dark and then go to creatives like, oh, I didn't post a doggone thing. So what I'm trying to do now, and with something we talked about earlier, yep. is with staying, staying consistent with posting, I have... I don't have it with me now, but I have a notebook mm -hmm. and several different apps that have scheduled days, mm -hmm. like themed days or whatever. Like, okay, well, 
on this page, what am I posting? On this page, what am I posting? Like, I'm trying to get to where I'm posting on every single page, either every single day or every other day. Right. And and then letting those likes build up. Like, that's what I'm trying to get to now because I know I have the multiple ones. I have to be able to stay consistent with that. So, yeah. but like I said, it's, it's, it's both. There, there are there are pros and cons to it, like there is to basically everything oh, in the world that we do. So, but yeah, that that's the reason why I have those split up, and you know, it's it's fun because you meet different people on different pages. That, so. Yeah, I I understand that. I, I was I was just uh, curious because it's um uh we both follow a variety of different interests that are creative <clears throat> and. I'm not going to, I don't like using the word entrepreneurial because I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to create a business to make a business. Um, everything that I do from, from the time I decided I want to be Batman when I grew up is built towards helping people. Yeah. Uh, and I happen to build up a rather specific skill set that is like the prime way that people recognize that I'm helping. Um, but, uh, I'm in, I, and I said this in the last podcast, um, I value each of the projects I do on the same level for the same reason. Like, yeah. I'm, I think um, printing out something that helps someone escape and feel warmth for a little bit is just as important as teaching someone to create their own warmth uh, when, yes. when they're down. And uh, I don't like the idea that uh, because one makes me money and the other doesn't, that one's more important. Um, mm. And... Uh, uh, so I don't view it from a uh, from the the goal of like this needs to put a roof over my head. I view it as like I yes. don't know how not to try doing this. Yes. Uh, if yeah, it I get that. Helps the roof over my head. That's great. Uh, yeah. But it's never that's never been a way to look at things. Um, and I think you're similar. With, uh, I could be wrong. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> like you're absolutely you're, you're absolutely right. Like I, I keep. So when it comes to the photography, with the, the business in general, um, I have one stop charging hourly on most things mm -hmm. um, because I like to focus on the on the creation, mm -hmm. on the content. Like um, like when it comes to like weddings or something like that, or like the other thing, the only thing I pay I do hourly for is DJ gigs, right? And which that, makes which makes like which, which makes more sense than it is you, right? So, like, when it comes to that, um, and all my prices are set at where I can still make a, um, enough, but I'm also providing a help. Because, you know, yeah. I think the, fir the first ever wedding I ever did, correction, second, no, 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 no it was the first. I've, I filmed, actually, I can show you the camera right here. Yeah. I filmed their entire wedding with this which was like the first little camera i ever got was a nikon little cam cool pics uh, la 200 la 20. uh me and my mom shared it i started using it once i got more into filming all that stuff that wedding was all in all intents and purposes for from what I, I i gave them what i was able to give them at a decent price and made made it all look spectacular but working with what i was working with you know, I wasn't going to charge $1,200, which is what the photographer charged. Yeah. But but I looked at what I had and what they had. And even though I get it, I see 
why they were charged that much. They have that much value in their worth. I absolutely understand that. But I've always been about helping people mm-hmm. in almost any aspect. Mm-hmm. So I keep my prices fair enough to where, yes, I'm getting paid, but you're getting a very good, high-quality work, especially now with all the equipment I have, for half the price mm-hmm. of that or or half the price of what the total industry thing. and mind you i'm not probably, probably not the only one doing it and there are those who feel like they want to spend that go for it but if there's someone who is struggling or can't or is, is looking to where they can't really get what they want what they want for their event or their wedding mm-hmm. that is what my company is there for is to hey Here's a standard rate. Here is my rate, and this is what you would get for that rate. Right. Still high quality work. Mm-hmm. Let me help you take some stress off. Yeah. Let let me help you um, make your event the best that it can be for half the cost of what the industry charges. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I love so it. so that yeah, is, I, I'm. That's awesome. That, I mean, it's um, I forgot why I brought this up, but I like the tangent we're on. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, happens. <laughs> the, um, I always hated, um, and I think you may have uh, actually experienced this firsthand. I've I've always hated when I before moving to Nashville, when I my experience working in big uh, like big box gyms. Uh, mm-hmm. not, uh, I love that experience because uh, it taught me a lot of what to do and what I personally build my um, focus on. Right. Um, uh, but I, I hated that because of how it was the business models were set up, uh, that for some reason, uh, if you're making a bunch of money as a, as a person, maybe this is just me, uh, but it seemed like mm-hmm. people that were making a bunch of money as personal trainers, uh, sales wise, um, were working with a bunch of people that were already in shape, right? Yeah. So, okay. So you're working, you're, you're, you're working with someone that um is bored with the routine uh has money to spare maybe maybe it was the gym where it was down in down uh, like downtown seattle so like the uh, mm-hmm. biggest uh thing was uh the the hour uh, of lunch from the offices nearby yeah uh where where they get an hour and it's an office gig so it's salary so like maybe it's two hours so like they they come across the walk-in get a workout in uh for 30 minutes then uh have a light lunch and they're they have like healthy habits already the trainer's yeah. job is there to make them not think about what they have to do because they have to go back to work. Like that's right. Oh, uh, so, okay. But I always, uh, and not that that's not valid and a great reason, right. but, but, uh, what I didn't like was that, um, the, the, the person, the, the gym member with osteoporosis who needs mm-hmm. to strength train so their bones can be hold up so that they, right. uh, so that they can feel safe at home, so they can enjoy being happy as long as possible. Uh, they don't get to see me because they don't get looked at by. I don't, also, I'm not in charge of my sales, so they don't get looked at by the sales staff. Uh, they don't get. Uh, they take a longer, more honest conversation than, "Hey, I can make you get six pack abs." And yeah. You have a, you have yeah. A, however long we've been alive to unwork the psychology behind how you can help them. And um, I, I don't mean to to knock anyone or uh, the industry itself because it, yeah, it, it serves a very specific purpose. 
Uh, and this, I'm actually starting to rail on the idea of what should fit in the community as a whole, which is a giant fucking scam. Uh, 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 but um, I, the first thing I realized I wanted wasn't to specifically own like a gym. Yeah. But it was to be able to help people, how how meet people where they're at in in my attempts to help them. Right, like my yeah, my uh, I have a rate for people that demand the most specific amount of my attention. I have yeah. a rate for people that demand some attention, and then I give people attention that I can help because I can help them. And it, it's yeah. eat the a, a a twenty-minute conversation that that leads to a different light bulb moment is yeah. just as valuable as helping someone uh, get uh, learn how to deadlift. Like it's. It does, to me, it's the same skill set and the same goal. Um, and the idea that that there is a a barrier of lifestyle and comfort that yeah. makes what I offer a luxury as opposed to a um, an education or a necessity uh, yeah. always always frustrates me. Uh, I don't know why I went on that rant, but no, 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 no. But it's, I mean, it's, it's a valid, it, it's a valid point because, uh, well, we were talking about, you know, being able to, being able to help people in our different aspects, and, you know, I, I'm the person that you've helped, like, <laughs> uh, like, like you, you, I, one, the concept that you guys do, you know, everyday superhero training, that that always has that stuck with me because, um. A lot, a lot of nerds love us to death. Yep. But a lot of nerds are not in the best of shape. Right. And so to have a place or to have a program that shows us or teaches us, uh, you know, good, better ways to work out and get, get us active while also catering to what we love, mm-hmm. it helps. You know, how do we... I, after we um, t- talked about a deal, and the first thing you sent me was a Power Ranger type of putties in my bed. Yeah, I love that. The first, the first, yeah, the first workout you ever got for me I was a story that. workout where you were fighting yeah. putties. And I because it I, was, I, I, I love that. I knew how much you love Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> like and, and, and I and I, I love you know that you guys put so much effort into it and these stories and. You know these the different characters, and it, it it that that makes me want to be more active. That makes me want to get up and do that. Like I still, you know, whenever I can, whenever I can, which is the the biggest thing, um, I try to do that that particular exercise you sent me. Yeah, you know because it's it was just so much fun when I did the first time, and it's like, okay, well, I mean. I've always wanted to be able to get up and just kick some putty there. So let's go. Yeah, like, right. like, right. you know, like the, the, that. How, how many uh, front and side kicks have you thrown watching episodes of Power Rangers as a kid? Or is that why do you think I, Let's be honest. Why, why do you think I got into martial arts? Mar- okay. So he was an but I agree. Going off on, on, on another tangent. Go for it. The entire, the entire reason why I got into everything I'm pretty much almost into nowadays can be tied to Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Martial arts. Yep. Power Rangers. Yep. Uh, 
eventually down the line of acting and film work. Yeah. You know, Power Rangers. Like, how do they make them flip? Oh, well, they have a trampoline. They sit they sit the camera down, laying on the flat on the flat back, and they have them jump over and they land. Like that's like like figuring out visual effects. Power Rangers, like like storylines, power rangers. All of that can almost every aspect of what I do in my creative life can be brought back to the thing that I grew up with. Yep. And that's an inspiration. Like that's that inspired me to do get get into visual effects because um I'm tell you, when I get my first suit, you can believe there will be a full blown morphing sequence. Of course. Into that suit. Like like that's that that's a that's a goal that yeah. I have. And you know, so it's you know that's an inspiration, you know, seeing Seeing them do martial arts and stay fit, and you know, get you know, get out there and kick bad bad guy butt, and get like that. It's it's all inspiration. So it it all goes back to, um, just keeping keeping that that spark and yeah. having having that that inspiration. Just and you can think about it one day, and it be it be in the back of your head for forever. Everything is piled up, but. It's still there. Yep, it's still driving you. It's it's still there. Like like, unless you have completely given up, whatever has inspired you to do whatever you're doing, no matter how tired you get, no matter how bogged down you get, no matter how life, jobs, whatever they drag down on you, if you are so passionate about it, that inspiration. That trigger that that triggered that that inspiration for you will always be in the back of your mind. Yep. And sometimes it will come to the forefront at your lowest. You're like, man, I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. And then you think, well, hmm, what would Jason do? What would Tommy do? Hmm. Look at how Alan Rickman started. Hmm. Yep. Now look at like like it it it'll, it'll be it'll be there and it'll give you that 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 boost that that little push that you need to keep going because that's all that's all you need like if any point in time feeling down feeling out feeling like giving up as long as you have something or someone to push to push you to keep going keep striving keep going towards the goal that you have set yep that is the best form of getting back in the gear. I agree. And that's, you know. I 100% yeah. agree. Uh, yeah. Before I respond, I probably forget what I'm going to say. I just want mm-hmm. to know that I'm going to clip that three-minute rant and send it to you <laughs> once a week. Please, okay, <laughs> okay, do it. What? Yep, do it. I, mean, I need like it. Once a week, it was like, listen, do you it. Mike, if you're not gonna listen to the uh, what I'm saying, listen to yourself. Like three weeks yeah. ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely do that, man. Um, uh, I, that is, um, I agree so much. Um, the, I the, it started as a joke, but the idea mm. that I want to be. Batman when I grow up is something that bro yes that um that I that I've grown more and more in tune with the further mm-hmm. like it it affected the way I approached learning and the reason yeah. I learned things that I needed to know and the um 
the meticulousness with which I work on myself um, <clears throat> because um, I know, and I've said this like in every episode, so people are turning out right now, but I, I know that, that I can't help people if I am damaged. So right. I, I have to be able to, to uh, put in the work um, behind the scenes, uh, to, uh, even if it looks like I don't put in work, which is mm-hmm. the secret sauce, right? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I have to be willing to put in the work um, for myself uh, if I want to best represent childhood me being Batman. And it yeah. has nothing to do with running down into an alley and punching a random person in the face, <laughs> or wearing a gimp suit and not getting arrested. Like none of that. Not the gimp suit. No. I mean, you're right. But with no. with uh, the goal, the the I use Batman because it's the, the when you you can facilitate it into uh, a it's fucking cool, but b like it's right. something that you see the process of and like. Mm-hmm. You can take, like you said with power, you can take and borrow from it. Like, well, how would this person react? Uh, why, yeah. why, why would I study the art of, art of deduction? Uh, um, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. But um, from the youthful side of me, that I that keeps me curious, that keeps me uh, jovial, yeah. um, is always uh, Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Always. Yeah. Um, and if I'm being honest, what I try to represent as I consider myself an everyday superhero uh, is more uh, the hope of Superman than like <laughs> the loner, dark Avenger of Batman. Yes. But yes. the work I put in because I'm not from Krypton is Batman. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Of, because no, it takes that. that much effort to make Stupid it look cheating like you're not sun Kryptonians. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, that's stupid. Kryptonians cheating with their sun powers, <laughs> sun gods. But no, that's 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 I yes. Um, that's that's how it, that's how it should always be. Honestly, I mean, unless you're unless you're just done and fully given up, why else would wouldn't it be like that? That that is the um, the I don't know what the right words are. Um, I don't like saying like the idea of being a grown up or an adult, um, but. The idea, the idea of what being responsible is, uh, yeah. uh, is to people seems to rob them of the simplest ideas of pure existence. Mm-hmm. The and and I understand the the further the more times around the sun we've existed. And the the more the more the literal gravity of Earth lays on our shoulders, the more exhausting it gets to want to have to do anything. Uh, even yeah. when the world doesn't explode and we have two years of, of chaos, even without that, <laughs> like yeah. why? Yeah. Random tangent, unrelated. Why do we have to be aware of the fact that we exist? Why, like, isn't it enough to just exist? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can believe I forgot what I was gonna say, but I wanted that joke to get in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it's a mood. It's a mood. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Man. Um. Yeah, like the. Yeah, the uh, in being an adult, the um. The amount of. Uh, habits that are supposedly being responsible 
mm-hmm. that mean you don't do the things that you claim you enjoy doing. Yeah. Like the the how many how many people do you talk to who who talk about what they used to like, right? Or like oh man, yeah. Or like uh, I'm mean, it's normally just like sports and stuff, but like I used to do this, I used to do that. And they yeah. talk about it with the vibrance of someone who still enjoys doing it. And for a brief moment, you see like the flicker in their eyes again, and then it goes mm-hmm. dead because they're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's. Uh, I can attribute that back to martial arts, actually. Um, I mean, I made Black Belt at 13 and got into piano, and that was it. I mean, I practice on my own when I can, but. I used to be completely fully active in martial arts. That was my way to exercise. That was my yep. way to work out. That's beautiful. And, you know, uh, I would love, love, and maybe with what we talked about earlier, that might be a possibility. Yep. But I would love to learn a new style. Um, Keep it fresh. Stay curious. I love train, it. train my body in, in a different way. Train, train my different sized body than what was that back then to fight a different way to train in a different way like i would love to do that again yeah um because martial arts is something that's a big part of my life and it hasn't been for so long Mm -hmm. so that point of well i used to do this and you just it it, it, it'll stick with you yep it'll stick with you and it you know you it'll, it'll, honestly it'll make you sad in, in, in some aspects like yeah talking about it um will we'll, we'll bring that 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 passion back and then you'll sit there and think like dang why'd i stop or like it, it'll, one, it'll make right? you it, when you don't yeah, yeah. when you can't yeah. point when it stopped yeah that's it's uh that always uh that always gives me chills Right, like if I, because if I, if I choose to stop doing stuff, that's, mm-hmm. that's a conscious thing, right? Like, yeah. um, uh, or if um, most of the stuff that um, I do, I that I feel does give me like a sense of, um, we're gonna say dopamine, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, kind of cycles in giant waves. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't. I don't remove the things I uh, used to enjoy as a child. Mm-hmm. I add things that I also enjoy doing. And then it's just kind of like, sometimes I feel like being eight. Sometimes I feel like smoking a cigar. Sometimes I want to like, uh, yeah. go train. Like it's, one isn't better or more needed than the other. They're all just things that I've accumulated that bring me some semblance of, uh, of joy. joy. Yes. Uh, but the when I realize that something fell out of a cycle and I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, oh, those hurt. Uh, when yeah. when I when yeah. I look back and go, I this, uh, I used to be good at this, mm-hmm. and it was something that I, you know what it is? It's the things that that uh, you never pursue for making money as you get older, and they fall out oh of my God. need of, need oh of a my job. God. Oh my God. <laughs> Right, like I oh, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah, that ah, oh, yes. It's the that it's is like, it. Yeah, 
it's the it's the little bits of time that you, that you had or used um, before your time had to be used uh, to survive. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm getting sad. Let's talk. Yeah, about let's, let's talk about something else. <laughs> but I mean, I get it. it it's it's a, it's a true thing. Here, the yeah. it's going to happen. There's, it is unavoidable. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's as unavoidable as like forgetting where where you put your keys. Like it's. <laughs> uh, I that, think that's why you sing the song "Phone Wallet Keys." Exactly. Uh, I I do believe that the the goal is to stay curious. Yeah. Right. Like if if um, if you continue to chase the idea of of the first time you're doing something, mm-hmm. it's 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 less about I stop doing stuff and more that my my bag of tricks just keeps growing and there's more yeah. there's more things that I enjoy in the days, days in the week like that um uh staying staying curious is is um practicing the art of learning which is yeah. goes uh, which goes back to uh still being able to learn new tricks when you're older Mm-hmm. Like the the ability to learn something new is physically something that happens in your brain. Yeah. Like the synapses firing, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and if you work that stimulus on a regular basis, it stays fresher mm-hmm. longer. If yeah. you don't, it hurts more when you try to because you haven't done it in a while. Like doing a deadlift for for the first time in five years. Yeah, I can imagine that might be uh, <laughs> and that's, difficult. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, I um, with with the move, we we haven't even touched into that yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I in December, January, I posted about it on Instagram. Um, for the first time in ten years, played basketball. It was wow. so bad. No. <laughs> it was no. so bad. Listen, it was it was it was so bad on a multitude of confusing levels because I am wow. the strongest, uh, fastest, healthiest I have ever been. But the way it mm-hmm. translates is not to basketball in any way, shape, or there, Yeah, okay. I can. See. It was. It was. Uh, I could. I could visualize. What I remember it feeling like, mm-hmm. and it what it wasn't a feeling of like I can't hold my like getting out of breath or like um, yeah. feeling like uh, the the um, the ball won't go in the hoop. I mean it wasn't, but it, it was more like <laughs> I don't remember how to hold my arms or like no, my yeah. feet are supposed to move or like I kept tripping over the ball trying to dribble it. Like what is what is. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh and that was that was that was one for me. Baseball's the other. Uh the that I um since I stopped coaching baseball, I haven't interacted with outside of going to games um mm-hmm. since picking up working on being a personal trainer. Yeah. I didn't I didn't mean to not. It it's just right. uh uh yeah. <laughs> Life, man, yeah. it it'll find a way to both keep you invested, but also trip you up in a multitude of different ways. Yep. 
I also, um, I say hi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my this is my my mom checking. Um, uh, I also after that first experience of being like, I remember yeah. enjoying this and then sucking and still enjoying it. Uh, have continued to shoot, and yesterday yeah. for the first time and since I started, I made five shots in a row. Woo! <laughs> yep. Ow, that hurt, but yay! Yep. The the first, the first time I, I was shooting, uh, I was doing it for three hours. Because I kept mm -hmm. telling Lydia that I wanted to end on a make. There you go. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make this shot until I'm, I'm not going to stop recording until I make it. Yep. And then the, the, the shot goes from daytime to nighttime. <laughs> like, yeah, I made it. I'm done. Yep. Woo. Uh, I, I, is, I, I get that. That is something that I've learned um, mm -hmm. is uh, when because you suck when you start, uh, uh, if you can embrace it, the idea of being willing to try to get better is when uh, the excitement or the joy you get from trying it yeah. outweighs the pain of being really bad. Hey, don't go anywhere. This is not the end of the episode. You're actually about halfway through the guest portion. I know. We like to ramble. We go on rants. I just I want to give you all the tidbits and the hanging out sensations. Uh, Here's the thing, if you're enjoying this podcast, or me, uh, or any of the content you see me um, sharing, um, I have a Buy Me a Cup of Coffee, if you would like to donate. There is no subscription necessary, uh, you just do it once, walk away anytime you see something that really moves you, or brings you feeling a little extra gratitude, you can do, do this in one of two ways. One, you can visit uh, ES Herocast at, no, I know this. You can visit buymeacupofcoffee.com slash esherocast or go to everydaysuperhuman.com and click on one of the banners that says buy me a cup of coffee. Thanks. Appreciate the support. I, I, I get it. Like it's, it's, that's just being able to make that, that shot and getting back to it. Um, one of the things that I'm actually really grateful for now that's a part of my career is editing. Yeah. Visual effects. Like I went to school because I wanted to know how to make people shoot fireballs. I want to do Kamehameha ways. Yep. And so in that process, I dropped, I got dropped into a world that because of that particular um, career path, I am never not learning. I love it. I am. I. I, I am. And even with it's even with photography and videography. Like like, I went from this little thing mm -hmm. to you know working with better cameras and better lenses. So I had to learn how to use those. I had to learn what what aspect to put the shot in, where I need to be, what angles. When it comes to visual effects, um, which <clears throat> admittedly. I do take a slightly lazier way now only because of the time constraints I have. Like I have, I shout out to production crate and other uh, sources, but I have a gigantic library of pre-made effects where all I got to do was either do the motion or create like the character or just, or just put it like on the screen, mm -hmm. add the effect, move, move it around. So I was going to do all that stuff and I can have an effect done in, 30 to uh, in 30 seconds to a minute mm -hmm. and poof, put it out. 
where, you know, I only I only do that because of the time constraints I have. With having the time to sit and have one computer or my TV running a tutorial and having everything else shut down mm-hmm. but Premiere, but After Effects, and just sitting there, okay, well, this is what I want to learn how to do today. Let me try it. Yep. I'm always, like, if, if there was an effect that I want to attempt to make or I see on TV, huh, okay, I can kind of re- recreate that. I think I think that piece, that piece, and that piece can rework, and I'll try it, mm. and I'll do it. And it, it, it's, it's, it's just, I'm, re- I'm really grateful for that because it's a constant thing. I'm always learning, always wanting to you watch, always wanting is? to try different. Yeah. That, that is the same thing as uh, watching Power Rangers as a kid and going out to the yard to practice the moves you just watched. Same version of inspiration. Jason's spin kick in the intro and the first yep. episode. Mm-hmm. Four years practiced. Yep. Practiced. Practiced. I can do it. <laughs> Will I hurt after I get it done? Yeah, but I can do it now. Listen, listen. You can do anything <laughs> once. You might die, yeah. but you can do anything <laughs> once. I, I, I'm, I got Dragon Balls right there. I'm good. Bring me back. <laughs> but yeah, it's all about like, like, like that, that going, going out and practicing that. Uh, uh, I never did nail hip hop keto, which, you know, it's kind of embarrassing. You know, rhythm should be a part of me all the time. It's fine. It's fine. I still learned how to kick butt. But yeah, man, that 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 feeling of I want to learn how to do this. Let me research it. Let me let me try. and thank God for you. Thank God for YouTube. Honestly, okay, thank God for YouTube. But also, I could have just gone to YouTube University instead of spending lots of dollars on my actual education. But no, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade that for the world because of the experiences and the friends that I made along right. the way. I, I agree. But it's, yeah, it's no, not, like, but, one is better than the other. They're both necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I that that feeling gives me the. And then when you nail it, when you follow the tutorial, when you uh, practice it once, and then you practice it again, and then you put your own spin to it, what you've already learned, and you nail it. It's a it's such an awesome feeling. It is. It is. It, it's such an awesome feeling to be able to see. Wow, I made that. I took the time mm-hmm. to make that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, where whereas, you know, oh, okay, well, here's Captain Marvel. Here's some fire effects. Here's her flying and the thing. That's impressive. Cool. But I made this one though. Like I made it from scratch. It's awesome. Like it's it, it, it's it's such a u- unique and amazing feeling to 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 be able to have that. So I agree. It's yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the <coughs> um, I mentioned this a couple of times. Uh uh-huh. The uh, my favorite thing about performing live. Um, partic- uh, in general, particularly stand-up, um, mm-hmm. was not about whether or not a joke hit or I bombed, um, yeah. but that there was instant feedback. Mm-hmm. So I would know one way, where, even if I got off the stage for a bad set and was horribly depressed because the adrenaline crash is so bad, <laughs> uh, um, I, can un- I can understand 
why someone would start a sleeping pill drinking cycle. Like, oh, <laughs> like man. I, I can understand. Yeah. Dang. Uh, or not, or, or sorry, uh, sleeping pill amphetamine cycle. Like, you need to mm-hmm. take the uh, sleeping pill to fall asleep and the amphetamine to wake up because otherwise yeah. uh, you're, you're, you're a ghost of yourself. Um, yeah. I, I have not, but I understand that pain. Uh, but the fact that, like, in the, if it's live, the, the feedback is right there. Um, mm-hmm. Was my favorite part. My least favorite part of the podcast is the silence, because it's it's not this is not silence, but uh, well, yeah, but like by yourself, uh, just doing not, it, yeah, yeah, and and it. I mean, my episodes are at least two hours each uh, after editing, um, uh, but like I'll post it in like five minutes, and I'm like, does anyone watch it? No, it's not physically possible for anyone to have watched it. Uh, but the 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 silence of, of the echo chamber of like mm-hmm. it's out there. I have no idea if even even if there I'm uh, were to look at analytics and see that numbers have gone up, even yeah. that doesn't have any emotional weight. It's just mm-hmm. there. Uh, that is definitely the hardest part. By the way, appreciate. Every single video that that, that, <laughs> no, that you watch, no, 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 because no, because it's like like we said earlier, going back to you know, just having between two channels some some odd three hundred ninety some subscribers, yeah, and you get maybe I get anywhere from three views on a video to maybe fifteen, maybe eighteen, mm-hmm. but someone watched it. Yep, someone. Watched it. Yep. That video had, had caught somebody's attention because it was about a topic they liked, mm-hmm. and they sat through it and watched. They sat and watched my hard work of cutting, pasting, fixing my voice, adding green screen clips yep. of "Hey, subscribe to my channel." You know, they took the time to watch or listen to that video. Yeah, and it makes all the difference. All the difference in the world. Um, that someone cared enough to watch that. Um, one one thing that has always stuck with me, and it was early, it was, it was way early in my career. I think I want to say twenty thirteen, because my first MTech was twenty twelve. Mm. Holy crap! That means ten years to Jeffrey MTech. Oh boy. Okay, that's that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but my first intake was twenty twelve, and I got and that. That's what got me, you know, into this Jeez, community and all that stuff. Twelve was ten years ago. It's twenty twenty two. Right, right. Listen, like listen, I still, I, I, I still think, like, we're. I'm pretty sure it's two thousand fifteen. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I would. No, do I wish? Do I? Maybe? I don't know. Anyway, but I get that. <laughs> I get not one to go further. Uh, but yeah, no, 2012, first impact, and then 2013, I came back. Now, at that point, we had already had the channel, and we were putting videos out regularly. And I went to a Power Rangers panel in 2013, Um and I talked for a while, asked some questions, all this stuff. And then someone, some guy, I don't honestly even remember who he was. Couldn't tell you his name. Don't even know if we're friends now on Facebook or if, if I've known him. No idea. But he came up to me and said, 
Hey, that was really cool what you said about Power Rangers. By the way, aren't you that guy? Uh, sh- aren't you that shadow guy from, from YouTube? Oh, man. That has <laughs> always stuck yep. with me. Yeah. That 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 phrase, that that person recognizing my work and coming to me in a live setting and a live audience and and making that connection mm-hmm. that feeling has always stuck with me, which is probably that along with everything else, that continuing cycling of why in the last 10 years or even the last five years with everything else I've been through and having to deal with that I haven't given up on YouTube. Because you have the little nugget. Because I have that little nugget, those little, like we said earlier, those little nuggets of of triggers and inspirations and, and, and things that, wow, he recognized me off of YouTube. Yep. Holy crap. Which means, which you know means, there was more than one video they looked at. Exactly. So <laughs> it, 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 it put, that has always stuck with me. It will always stuck with, stick with me. Um, and it's something that I hope I can provide to my nephew. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, okay. The community that we're in now, you know, with the Legion and, uh, the, the collective and everything, they know who he is by, by by way of being introduced to him. And, you know, they see him on pictures and videos and they're like, he's 10 now? God, he's gotten so big. I'm like, yeah, that kind of recognition, that's kind of standard. That's, you know, that's just, you know, oh, talking about someone that we've seen a lot. But I want him to have that moment of Hey Jackson, I saw your latest video. It was really cool. It was really, really like I, I want him to be able to have that moment of his own someday, and keep that feeling in the back of his head going forward. Yeah. And so, like all the experiences over the last ten years that I have experienced, both good, bad, what I've gained in knowledge, I want to take all of those and inspire him to both be better but continue having fun with it i like that and that's 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 a that's a major out of all the goals i have which is a very long list that is a major one that's a good one for for me and to to and that's that's the one that that's the one i've out of all that if i don't get any of them all to succeed that is the one i want to succeed so I like that. I um, I learned through um, basically through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, as much as I um help people as I come across them on a one-to-one, like my 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 ethos is that I uh help the world one person at a time. Like, mm-hmm. like anytime I'm interacting with someone. Uh, my goal is that uh, they think it is just this interaction that is happening. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, uh, the pandemic was when I took that same idea from being in person to not having to be in person. Uh, yeah. Uh, and as a as a coach and wellness individual that is looking to uh, inspire people to do better and keep people from falling, mm-hmm. like catch them when they fall down. Um, yeah. The um, uh, 
this simple act of just ever so often be like, hey, what's up? Even in a message, in a thing like a yeah, uh, and and it's it's never it's it's not like uh you I uh, uh I wanna I wanna I need to hear your grief. It's not I want to hear that you're doing great. It's it's this just a five second. I know you're alive. I know you're there. Just want to like say hi. Uh, <laughs> the acknowledgement is everything, and, and, man. Uh, my the. The two things, regardless of if, it, if it's exercise science or um, um, uh, like habit coaching for mental health, um, mm -hmm. that uh, are universal, are um, acknowledgement and positive reinforcement. Yep. Like, I, like that's if I if I'm my positive re reinforcement is like a net of. Uh, building your new normals right like yeah uh, it's it allows you to fall down with without getting hurt or or allows you to be hurt without dying like it yeah um, yeah and i and i um i think you were included in this like i actually uh not from like i was never was never a promotional thing uh but i went through literally anyone that was on some sort of social media platform that i could contact like once a week and i would just go hey what's up Yep. That was it. And if they respond, they respond. If they didn't, they didn't. Uh, and I've taken that to like the umpteenth degree now that I have a, like a podcast and like my, everything that I do exists uh, online. Um, yeah. And I, uh, if I find uh, another podcast or another show or my friend has a show, as you, you can attest to, uh, I will, uh, I will watch it. I will comment on it. I will share it for other people. I will like let them know what I think of it. Um, if they're brand new, I will not let them uh, not uh, yell at them for making technical mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will parade. Uh, I will cheer them on for continuing, even, even though they had technical mistakes. Yeah. Um, and I do it with complete strangers all the time. It is. It is because I because I know from my end of the creative field, not having that hurts. Not. Yeah. I will take someone yeah. saying, "Yeah, uh, your stuff sucks." Over not hearing at any day. Yeah. Because at least, at least you're giving me an opinion that I can build off of. Yeah. Oh man, that's <laughs> it's everything you say is a, is a feeling that I have felt over the last ten years. Everything like it's it's in and like you said that that positive reinforcement that just acknowledgement of hey, how's it going? Yep. Um. If that starts a whole conversation and brings us closer together, like that, like because that is something I I I I don't want to get so busy. Which recently, a thing I've been hearing is, "I mean, I know you're busy, but can you?" I'm like, "Yo, I know I'm I I, I seem like I have a lot of stuff going on." But at that particular time, you might have just caught me like playing my playing my switch or chilling yeah. or, or taking or taking a break because I have been had been so stressed and busy. And from what I do post on the, it, it makes it seem like I'm just doing what we want, which I both am, but I'm also where I also have the wherewithal to know when I need to take breaks. Yeah. And so, but like I, I never want to be so busy that I neglect people, both in family and friendships. So if I have the chance. Uh, hey, how you, how, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, girl, I ain't seen you in a while. What you go to? Like, hey, man, what's up? How you doing today? How, how you feeling? Or if I can't do a massive message thing, 
uh, the occasional post on Facebook. Hey guys, hope you had yep. a great day. How's everyone doing today? Like it, man. I just do I do that on Twitter. Something like it's, it's yeah. not to a specific person. I'll just post yeah. post a thing that is, hey, how's your day going? I'd love to talk about it. And I'll get like five people that just like give me their their weekend plans from the previous weekend. Yeah. With their, and like it's it's just uh, it it's just acknowledging that we exist. Like that's that's yeah. all it is. It's 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 such an important thing in in this day and age. Since um, the world especially exploded. Since, since the world exploded, and we got we got trapped in these little tiny boxes for at least two years before we could get back out. Um, it, it's so important, more than anything, to drop that. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you have you been? Um, if it's someone you haven't talked to in a while, if it's someone that uh, y'all were talking for a long time, and then something happened, and then you stopped talking, or something, it it it's so important because of what we've all collectively been through. Yes, but also what everyone else is going through individually. Yep, you never, never will know unless they tell you what that acknowledgement of their existence what that positive reinforcement or this does that simple simple checkup does to their day yep you know i'm i'm very appreciative to you um friends like joe 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 knows i don't talk on the phone i'm not a phone guy i will text you i'll I message you i have a heart attack when my phone rings and it's a, uh, I don't have a heart attack yeah. if the phone rings and it's a number I don't recognize. I have a heart attack if the phone rings and it's a number I do recognize. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, like he will call and he's one of the one of the few calls that I'll actually answer because I know he's just calling to check up. Or, hey, I'm doing something. Let's go hang out. Or, hey, we're about to film the podcast. Are you free tonight? Like, eh, no, I'm at, I'm at the muggle job, unfortunately. Yeah. But it, 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 it gives me a boost. Like, I can, oh, there, there are days where I've been at work and it's gotten so just rah, to where he's called just, and it, it, it's always out of the blue. It's like, it's like he has a sixth sense or he just knows. It's, it's always just out of the blue, out of nowhere. And he'll call. And I'll answer him like, "Hey, what? How's it going?" Just checking on me. I was like, "And it'll just, it'll just give you that, that, that feeling, you know, that, that, that dopamine. It just, it, it'll increase the level because someone cares." Yeah. Yep. It, it, someone cares. Someone is is show is showing love for you, showing caring for you, and making sure that your mental well being, your uh, doing, and then. You know, we'll do the occasional, hey, I'm good, just at work, doing whatever. And then we'll talk about, hey, let's talk about Kamen Rider. Let's talk about um, Super Sentai or, or this comic book or this X-Men. And then that will reverberate to once the call ends, well, now I feel a little bit better. Now I can use this rest of this energy to get to the rest of this night. And it's so, oh, God, it's so important. It is so important to have those little boosts and nuggets of energy because you ne- you never will know. Yeah, hundred percent. You yeah, never uh, will know. Uh, yeah. Uh, we we I say me and uh, Lydia. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we've we both individually took uh, 
different winding paths of our nerd um, mm-hmm. and it, like the my my being a personal trainer uh, mm-hmm. and, and coaching people um, existed before my looking for and understanding what it meant to have a tribe mm-hmm. um, I understand now which is why we built the 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 concepts that we did in the way we have like yeah. it was it was it wasn't it was never it was never hey let's make something for nerds it was it was uh we we found common denominators between people we felt safe with people that we cared mm-hmm. about and yeah. the habits of the people that we cared about uh not only that but like the lim- the things that kept the people that we're, we were we're learning to care about from yeah. wanting or being able to better themselves um and and it is i can tell you from personal experience it is not a good business model to pursue people or pursue helping people that don't want to or are not ready to be helped but yeah. when you when you find the link that that grounds grounds you and a particular person whatever whatever, whatever reason you have um, yeah, you can you can repeat that process and it grows into a giant web. Um, and I think I think the um, the idea, the the idea that it takes a village um, mm-hmm. is still very true. But our village doesn't ha- is isn't our next door neighbor. Anymore. No, it, our village mm-hmm. is the people that that understand and want to connect with how we see the world. Yes. Oh man. Uh, I actually heard somebody the other day say that villages were dead, and I—it it was in passing, so I didn't get to like confront them about it. But I—I I, I was like, I disagree. Yeah. Um, I am who I am today, January twenty fourth. No, at it's twenty fifteen. You cannot convince me otherwise. <laughs> January twenty fourth, twenty fifteen. At 3.32 p.m., I am who I am today because of the people in my tribe, in the village that I have accrued and built over the last 10 years, joining the Cosplay community in Nashville, the the convention community, eventually branching out into the burlesque community and the adult entertainment community here. All of those people who are in that who I consider family. Like I consider people now that I have known for less than less than 10 years family than I do people that I've grown up with that are that actual family. A very important distinction to make. I think when 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 we talk about um doing the work to put to put our best self forward, uh there's mm-hmm a balance for our mental health and the boundaries that need to be created that yeah. uh, there is a black and white, in my opinion, uh, line mm-hmm. between uh, this person is, is neutral or yeah, uh, this person is neutral to my existence. This person is positive to my existence and this person is mm-hmm. negative to my existence mm-hmm. and yeah. where or how or why they have anything to do with whether or not you're alive does not change those lines. Yeah. Uh, my, my, favorite moment of Hawkeye 
was the little scene at the end when uh uh what's her name Yelena Kate Kate Bishop when when Kate Bishop can rationalize um loving her mom and yeah she's a criminal and needs to go to jail yeah the that you don't see that level of mental understanding of mm-hmm. of what is ultimately a truth of of uh humankind like that <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah 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 <laughs> uh that was because like 99 times out of 10 that story is i'm gonna let you go because this is who you're supposed to be in my life or mm-hmm. and it wasn't even like their relationship wasn't even toxic or like she wasn't even a negative influence in her like her mom loved her like exactly and she everything she did she did for her that doesn't mean she's innocent exactly yeah exactly yeah the uh also since i went down this random road path uh i uh think um the so dubbed fat thor in um uh, in um, Endgame Game? is the yeah. most realistic depiction of yes trauma ca- caused to mental health and healing of mental health. Yeah, in a movie of space aliens and lizards and time travel and yeah, the, the it's the because if if you consider the fact that even though Ragnarok was was a comedy the story mm-hmm. is a tragedy yeah his absolutely is decimated his people are adrift and he, being the leader of this world means it was his fault he carries yeah. that into infinity war he misses the head of thanos yeah this world half ends and even though it's not his fault he doesn't have the mental strength to not blame himself anymore. Yep. So you can't like the Yeah. It's not even like PTSD from a battle. It's just you literally failed the weight of the world multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh the hollowness with which he chopped off Thanos' head and it didn't heal anything. Yeah. The the um the fact that uh he was still worthy. Of oh, man. That, that moment, was that more moment fucked was... up than he had ever yeah. been when his dad yeah. passed him out. The fact that, and this is what everyone hates, the fact mm-hmm. that when it was time to fight, he braided his fucking hair, but still had his gut. <laughs> that and and okay, first of all, that is one of my favorite shot scenes of all the MCU. <laughs> like just the three of them there, and I actually so the the crackle of lightning yep. that happens when he summons yep. I made that my ringtone because I, I, I just love so like the start of that scene I just love that so much but and I don't really get why people expected him to just magic the gut away because he's that magic. wasn't gonna happen because yeah go, yo, he's magic so he can heal and no look at his journey yeah. which I mean if you look at almost everyone's journey in the MCU there is they're they're all tragic in some way. Yeah, there are triumphs, but some of those triumphs come with tragedy. I mean, point in case, Hawkeye and Black Widow. But look at Thor from the very beginning. From Thor 1, his his first ever downfall 
getting cast out and having to learn that lesson. Okay, that wasn't you. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that that's that bad, but this is a person who had been around for almost fifteen hundred years, doing whatever he wants to do. Yep, and he he finally got a reality check. That was yep. one. Two, uh, Dark World. He loses his mother. So everyone, everyone contributes that to like the start of his like mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You contribute it back to the first movie. Getting, getting, getting talked down to, but not not necessarily talked down to, but getting the rightful punishment from your father. Yep. Um, and having to learn that lesson. That was the that that was the the beginning of the crack. It was just, it was just a small yep. sliver. Yep. But it was there. Then, um. Watching his mother die, and at the at the point thought at that point in time Luke thought he lost his brother. The crack just keeps widening. Um, there wasn't really anything in Age of Ultron, but then but then you go into um, Ragnarok, and like you said, that was just when the crack started coming. And even though we're sitting there laughing, having a good time, okay. Your dad's your dad's dead now. Crack like real of old age. <laughs> of, of, of old age now. So like he ain't just sleeping anymore. He's done. Yeah. Um, which which brought back your, your older sister. She's now in control of 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 uh, Asgard and has and has cast you out again. Like it's just, it's a small thing, <laughs> but she cast him out again yep. before he even got to Asgard and sent him to Jump Planet. So. The crack just keeps widening, and then you had to make the literal sacrifice. Like he had no choice; there was no other way to beat her than losing his home that he has been at for more than fifteen hundred years. Like and been cast out of twice, and been cast out of twice, and then the the cherry, the cherry. On the on the large crack that has almost broken this ravine in half, that's still holding on with like the bicep of Captain America barely. Thanos comes. Also, uh, right before then, uh, on the path to his world ending, um, his symbol of worthiness is destroyed in someone else's yeah. bare hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was another point too. And then then Thanos comes. And he wrecks you, wrecks half your people. You know, here you are thinking, you know, right, right next to your green partner, y'all are the two strongest Avengers, and here comes this purple Grimace chin looking dude and just wipes the floor with you. And you're a green best friend. Yeah. That, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling, I'm holding on. Okay, you spend this time with the Guardians. And I love this scene. I love this scene between him and Rocket. I mean, it's 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 again like with Ragnarok. It's covered with comedy with the whole eye. Yep. But Rocket, with his relationship with Yandu and all this stuff, and his learning his lesson, sitting there, time to be the captain and talking to Thor. And you see, beyond all the bravado and everything, mm-hmm. you saw the crack. You yep. saw, like I lost my mother and my father. And I killed my sister and my brother dead twice, and now he's dead, dead again. And He's and, never fought me. And well, it, he has. Well, he's never fought me. You know, twice. Never fought me twice. Like it. It's. It's. You see the crack at that point, and then 
at the end, that ravine just opens and is never healed. Yep. You miss the shot to save the universe. And like you said, yeah, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't him snapping away the universe, but because he missed, missed half of all life, people that you know, people you don't know, but half of all life in your known universe, gone in an instant. Yep. There is no... Now, they're on a small path, but I'm glad they didn't just show like in the in the ending thing of Endgame of him like, okay, well, I'm leaving with the Guardians. By the way, I've been working out now. I'm slim now. No, 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 no. No, no. That, that, that crack, that ravine, it's going to take a lot. The... It, uh, a lot to get that back information. I love yes. The the reason I love it is because they use his physical. Um, they use his physicality to represent his mental health. Yeah. Right. Like you can you can be Thor built, which we've seen for mm-hmm. a number of movies, and not be uh, happy, healthy, or sound mentally. Mm-hmm. But to but to make the creative choice to depict it. As his physical health was mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful, and the fact yeah. that you can still be broken and worthy of greatness is such a powerful message. Yes, uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> sorry about that whole tangent. That tangent. No, sorry about that. Was, <laughs> this say, you basically reaffirmed what I was saying, and yeah. um, I've been trying to preach this to people. Uh, when they would listen, I uh, because well, or even if they wouldn't listen, because the 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 idea of <coughs> not the the there is an ugliness of of not being okay with that Thor that comes yeah. from a deep seated like I but I want there to be a magic pill. Yeah. And and yeah. There's a there's a little bit of self-loathing that comes from oh, he's not just better. Like there's not there's not just, he doesn't just get to be happy now. No. You don't just get to be happy. There's no, no. Episode, I keep saying the same thing in every episode. There's the, the there's an idea that if we work hard enough, there's a point when we are alive that we get to stop working on ourselves, our well-being, and our happiness, and just coast. Nope. But it's a forever project. There is mm-hmm. Time moves on with or without you and your happiness. And you have yeah. to do what you can to just keep getting... Not even keep getting better. Try to keep from getting worse. Like that's, yep. That is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> Man. I love this. This, this. this is... Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, this, this is something that, like, just just being able to talk about it and put out stuff that, you know, just always just rambling on in there. And, and that, that's why I love stuff like this. these podcasts, um, like, Everyday Superhero Training with the, with the way you explain everything and also keep it relevant to what we're talking about with, you know, um, like this, this episode itself is inspiring me to keep going. You know, I, I've been working on my own podcast for a while and we had, 
some 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 hiccups. But like I said in the early, earlier statement, my goal this year is to stay consistent, and my goal and my one of those goals is to the projects that I have on back burner that I know that I can physically do and get done. That consistency is going to be let's get those started, let's get those going. I like that. Uh, so so even just being a part, like I'm I'm grateful to you, I'm grateful to Will and Joe, for letting me be part of Get Bit. Um, it, it it just gives me more more motivation and inspiration to start you know my own podcast, something that had been in the works for a while now, and that and until me starting that would go towards building those numbers we talked about, getting those, getting those people watching, those people in turn watching the other content we make, they see my nephew, they watch the content that he's put out on the channel, and that and that goes with, so it, it's all a trickle effect. It is. The, and I, it can honestly, come from one inspiration. Oh, sorry, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you. No, 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 I'm just saying it, it can come from one inspiration yeah. that can trickle into something greater. And I mean, and it, it, Doing that and doing it the way that, that you perceive will will better put you in a better position to help somebody. Mm-hmm. If that's the way you see it, do it. That's <laughs> that's how it ha- like p- people will try to copy and paste and copy and paste and figure out that oh well, what's not working. Doing it the way that you. Mm-hmm perceive is the best way and yeah it may not work out you know, the first time it may not work out immediately things take time but as long as you continue to put the work in the time in then yeah so whether it's my split five instagrams or <laughs> just your split two but you still have a way of in between both and you can use one platform to share the other and it it will, it will all eventually e- even out into the, the one thing that that you really want, and that's to be able to know that you helped somebody. Yeah, I'm appreciative of you, like, even for those little small moments. Like, I'm really appreciative of the fact that you're one of the people that I can count on to be like, "Hey, how you doing? What's going on?" Like, like I, I appreciate that because it makes me, it it. It makes me feel good. Like it, it makes me feel good, and I'm really, really appreciative of you for that. And you know, being a being a fan and a supporter and friend of the of the of all the work that I do, <laughs> any of the work that I do, I, I really pre- I appreciate I appreciate it so much. And it's I'm always appreciative of anyone that shows any inkling of interest. In something that I have chosen to do, yep. and it it makes it makes the whole world a difference. So again, thank you from the bottom of my heart <laughs> for all the support, all the love you've shown, the help that you've given me with, you know, trying to get my mental health and my actual health together. I, I and it's I'm, the I'm same so thing. We just so talked helpful. about it with Thor. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm so I'm so grateful. <laughs> thank you, awesome. man. Well, you're welcome. I'm. Thank you for coming on. This is this has been, been a, uh, a long time in the making. I'm glad we were able to make it happen. Woo! Awesome. For our final segment of this marathon of an episode, they're all marathons now. We should we should be used to it at this point. It's the Q and A, and I said three at the beginning, but actually we have four. I'm very proud of you, Internet. Keep it up. First question comes from. 
Master of Miniatures on Twitter. Great friends, great shop from the UK. Love what they're doing. Um, the question is, my main character in D&D is a monk. Does that count as exercise? Well, there's a lot of walking in D&D. So, I mean, in D&D, if being a class counts, then all the wandering and adventure that comes with adventuring counts. That's the part we always forget is the, the amount of base level cardio that exists and the boredom walks the uh, trudging from one place to the other between uh, melee combat. Uh, there's, oh, wait, there's more. Uh, more serious question. What's a simple wellness practice you'd recommend to boost mental health? Oh, that's a good one. Okay. So first caveat, um, boosting uh, something and or mental health are both very vague concepts that uh, if we were to sit down one-on-one -on -one and have a more in-depth conversation, I could help you more specifically. But from a generic standpoint, that's uh, how I'm going to answer this. So it can cover as many grounds for people uh, to pull from as possible. Uh, basically, uh, the biggest thing that I think people can change or look to do for their mental health is to treat it as if it is physical health. Um, because there's still, when your mental health has uh, crashes or has bad days or has um, lesser days, whatever you want to call it, um, there are physical responses. Um, when you have, when your mental health has good days, there are physical responses. And um, yeah, I think if we were just to, to simplify it, like, oh, now, if you also completely ignore and obliterate your physical health, then this, then don't do that. You should, you should pay attention and try to do your best on your day to day for both your physical and mental health. But in doing so, if you treat them like they are both just health, um, the habits that go into feeling as good as possible and enjoying life as much as possible um, are repeatable for both. Um, so that would be the most simple way I can look at it is um, treating mental health and physical health uh, as the same thing when practicing uh, bettering your health, which means like uh, you're recognizing that your exercise um, can change your mood or maybe uh, uh, meditation is wrong for your mood in the, in the, uh, if you're inside your head too long. Um, yeah, I think that about covers it. So yeah, um, biggest, uh, my most simple tip for boosting mental health, uh, is to work on practicing on, on treating your mental health in this indistinguishably from your physical health. Cool. Question number two comes from Cece on Twitter, who, by the way, is my DM on a wonderful stream that I'm going to hopefully pronounce correctly on my first take <clears throat> called I'm Mimetic Mori, uh, which is a Blades in the Dark actual play that they were very kind enough to let me enjoy for season two. Um, he is a wonderfully dark and twisted DM, and I love it very much. Uh, he asked, hey, Julian, do you like scary stories? Very on brand. Well done. Well done. Um, the short answer is no. Actually, that's, that, it's more than that. I don't like the sensation of being scared. 
And if it's a story doing that, I also don't enjoy that sensation. I will say that I do enjoy more than the other. I, I do enjoy scary, like written, reading scary stories more than watching a scary movie. Like it's almost never a go for scary movies. But um, maybe it's the way that, that it sits in your head or the way you interact with the world when you're reading. Um, but it's, there is times when the scary elements of a story are the parts that I enjoy the most. Um, I also, when I work, uh, write one shots or DM, I really like to infuse horror elements. Um, not from a gore standpoint, but because I find the beats of, of breath and being like the, the tension of being afraid are very similar to, um, landing jokes. So the two go really well, uh, on parallel, uh, on parallel train to thought. Um, so yeah, um, I would say it's not so much that I do not like, do or do not like scary stories. I don't like being scared. Um, but if I had to pick between a scary story and a scary movie, I would take a scary story. Okay. Question number three, totally not breezing right along, uh, comes from Courtney on Facebook with, how the hell did one person get so much stuff and why does it take forever to pack? I don't know, but I think it's the same physics as to why um, you never get pairs of socks equally out of the dryer. Or why um, the tent never fits in the bag it came out once you set up the tent. I think it's the same laws of physics that um, MIT doesn't know how to explain yet. Question number four. Comes from Shannon on Facebook. My shoulders get pretty tense. My partner's nice enough to massage them, but it doesn't really get at it. Uh, besides a professional massage and sitting correctly, do you have any advice, like sweaters or something? I have like 7,000 pieces of advice for that. This is a very uh, simple concept, much like the mental, the mental health one, though. I'm going to try and be a little more generic because without a one-on-one, -on -one, I don't actually know the specifics of what you're uh, dealing or battling with. Um, but I'm gonna, So I'm going to answer it from... from uh, the massage point of view, because that's the part of the question. Um, believe it or not, more often than not, when we um, look to relax muscles that are tense or tight, we tend to accidentally look and work on the wrong part of the muscle, the wrong combination of the muscle. Um, generally speaking, um, if the area you are trying to push on or rub, what have you, um, is described as achy and like slightly tender, maybe a little inflamed to the touch. Um, it is because that area has been stretched too long and it's grown fatigued and just given up all hope. Uh, so it's stuck in that position, but elongated. So massaging it isn't actually releasing anything because it's already released and just stuck in the release state, um, in layman's terms. Um, in reality, uh, you want to find the short side of the muscle, which, uh, if it's through the shoulders, is generally through the front side. If our shoulders are tight, uh, they generally pull down and a little bit forward. Uh, so you're going to find, uh, if you push on your shoulder from front to back, it's going to hurt a lot more. Instead of being icky and kind of sore, it's going to make you want to punch someone in the face. 
probably the person who's doing it. Um, you're going to find uh, very, very painful individual spots, like right between where the shoulder and the chest kind of connect. Um, again, because that's where it's grown short. Getting those spots to be massaged and released um, is going to give you a more, a stronger relief than the, uh, the short relief of just rubbing the areas that seem to be uh, tight. Um, that being said, that is still temporary because it does not fix uh, what caused it in the first place, whether it be um, stress or physical habits. The number one thing you can do, once it's been released, it's really hard. Uh, you should actually look to have it released. Uh, it's really hard to make progress on the problem um, without having it relaxed or released. But once you have done that, um, movement is the key. Uh, the reason it got stuck is because it wasn't moving um, in, a, in a plane of motion that allowed one side to stay long and one side to stay too short. So just <clears throat> um, if you're not doing any other form of exercise in general, um, finding specific movements that activate the relationship between those muscles. Um, just like one set of 10, pretty much every day, like trying to brush your teeth is going to help rework the system, help keep it from getting too gunked up. But also we all have stress spots. Like sometimes it just sucks. It's good to know uh, what we can do to um, combat it though. So there you go. Um, I would say uh, try having uh, the rubbing the massage on the front side of your shoulders, uh, on the front side of uh, your, your trapezius muscles at the top, like at the base of your neck and uh, right between the chest and shoulder. And if it feels like uh, someone's poking you with a sword, um, I'm right. I think it's everyone. That's all four questions. Thank you so much for the people of the internet that contributed questions this time. This is the most we ever had. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for sticking out around if you're here through the two and a half hours that this podcast was. And I will see you next time or probably somewhere on the internet. Have a wonderful day.